0: This podcast is brought to you by our fine Patreon supporters. If you want to support this podcast, visit patreon.com slash dissecting the 80s and find out about all of our wonderful tiers of extra content. You get a sticker just for signing up at any of the tiers. And at the $5 tier, you get a bonus episode every other month, including one voted on by you in listener request month. So go over to patreon.com slash dissecting the 80s and see more about how to support this show. Welcome to Dissecting the 80s. I am Trip Lano, one half of the mega podcasting powers. And with me, as always, is a man who would smelt his stolen gold into something much more stylish than a cross, the Macho Mandrew.
1: Andrew Leno, Lano.
0: Or I would spend it, you know.
1: <laughs> it, hot take,
0: hot take it, I know. Well, So I feel like part of that was like the unspoken thing of it was, oh, this was like a guilt thing.
1: I guess. I mean, so
0: it's like it's in the church. It's not benefiting any of them directly. It's not like you know we didn't. But do I thought this the whole point the of it was that they were like we'll
1: use his gold to build to like to buy things to make the church. Like that seemed like.
0: Yeah, I. I. It seemed. It didn't. The movie obviously does not explore this, but it seems to me like one of those things where it's like, well, we're not monsters, you know. Oh, I think they fully were monsters. Well, we'll get no, into. No, it. I know. I, no, no, no. No, I think I, the. I am not defending them. I am saying they would say something like, well, we're not monsters. But I thought that the priest specifically said, like,
1: in the journal, as he's reading the journal, it's like, we can use their gold to build the
0: church. And that is Interesting. what is okay about this. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, my theory is bunk, then. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, We are celebrating John Carpenter's 75th birthday month, much like our Kurt Russell WrestleMania back last... Was that last year or the year before? I don't remember. I think it was Uh, 21. I think it was 21. Okay. Well, in any case, uh, that was WrestleMania. This is January, and we watched The Fog, so you know what that means. We gotta go back.
1: We gotta go dissect the 80s. It's your ghost murder. Something's about your ghost murders. When the
2: mega powers explode. I'm talking about the 8080s. Oh, yeah. Great Scott. Cream of the crop. Oh, 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 yeah. Mega powers, yeah. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit.
0: Uh, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to immediately briefly tangent here, um, in a previous episode and God help me. I don't remember what it is. Uh, this one has a lot of church in it, this movie, the fog. So I mm-hmm. was thinking about it, but I recently moved and, uh, on my like daily walk route, I now see nuns every day. And I think in the past, we had had an episode where you were asking about like, oh, are there still nuns out there? And I was like, yeah, I see nuns. A full and habit nuns is what I said. Like. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm like, I see full habit. They, these, the nuns, they rock like, I don't know if this is like a, like a weekday weekend situation. Cause it is a Catholic, I believe it's a Roman and maybe it's a Roman Catholic thing, but these nuns are wearing like a blue and then like a gray or a gray or bluish gray, like secondary piece. But the hood part is, is like a neat, like a, like a, what's our high school colored? Royal blue, royal blue, like that, yeah. a bright blue like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So but is it like, is it like how, um, kind of like a jumper situation where it's like a dress overalls and then under, because I've seen like the training nuns or the like teacher looks, nuns wear that kind of it, thing.
0: It looks more to me like a poncho, like a hood poncho that's oh. just like, 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 uh, like Link wear, or yeah, right, Link, yes, in Zelda where Yes, so yeah, Link. Like a hood and, and a tunic. It's like a tunic hood thing. Oh, and underneath that, is more of like a shirt with long sleeves. Oh, not quite what I'm picturing, but okay. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to take a creep shot of a nun, so uh, maybe we could Google nun and it would come up. But I, uh, that's not what I'm doing. But uh, uh, I also noticed that they're usually carrying the rosary, so I think it's like a walk and pray. Okay. Sort of like the Aaron Sorkin, walk and talk is my yeah. guess. Is like
1: I feel like I see that. that in movies. The nuns walk yeah. with the rosaries.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, uh, you know, I I today walked by one and uh, had my first nun eye contact. So I, mm. I noticed she was holding a rosary. So anyway, I don't remember what episode that was. Uh, It was at least at least eighteen months ago <laughs> because I have pretty strong memories of which house I was in when I recorded it. Yeah, I was in my old apartment. Yeah uh so anyway if you remember uh tweet at dissect the 80s or hit us up on facebook or whatever and tell us what episode we were talking about nuns but that this, i want to say sister act really but we've never done sister act yeah it wasn't sister act i mean it could have been a tangent about sister act
1: probably ghost i'm gonna guess it was ghost
0: no it's not that old
1: ghost ghost is like
0: seven Second years year. ago at this point yeah anyway uh let's talk about the fog uh i had seen this before once and remembered not really digging it and i think you had just you said when i asked you no on this original no i've never seen the original i've seen the remake
1: and there are the remakes obviously not great it's part of that like glossy early 2000s swath of remakes where everything is shiny and mean um but there were elements of that i remember liking more than i've seen it it was a couple years ago but this movie kind of like it doesn't feel very Carpenter in that the there's no mystery or like buildup. Yeah. It's just like thirty minutes in, the priest is like, "Oh wow, the our town founders murdered a bunch of people on a boat. That's crazy." Here's the yeah. whole story, and I was like, "Yeah, well, wait, yeah. wait,
0: what? Hang, what you're just, you're so, saying that?" It feels like in the in this the the scene with the ship captain telling the campfire story was added in post. Like the, it was. He, yeah, I I didn't doing doing some of the research for us is like they they made the whole movie uh, of course and and put the, edited it edited together and Carpenter was like oh this stinks I have to go back and do things and so he this was part of a reshoot and uh, a couple other scenes we'll get to them when they come up maybe but I think this is actually like really helpful not necessarily for the typical movie things of like establishing characters or anything like that, but more from the standpoint of establishing the tone, because with this campfire thing, it kind of puts you in the headspace immediately of like, okay, we're doing a campfire tale as a movie. Yeah. If that makes sense. And I think this movie is like, this is a campfire tale of a movie, Because even down to like this, this, the, the ending, which we'll get to, of course when yeah. we get there, but that is a campfire story ending to me of like, I guess, I guess I just don't want that as a movie. Like, I, that's totally reasonable. And I don't like this movie that much. But I I do think that is like, I think that's what this movie sort of is aiming to be. And I think it successfully does that thing. I just don't think that that thing is just not great.
2: It does the thing
0: like
1: you you made, you made a cake flavored like licorice. Yeah. And it's a great cake in terms of cake making. But like, who wants it?
0: I was gonna say bubblegum ice cream, and it was just like the same exact things you're saying. Yeah. Of like, it's just a like very creamy and delicious, and I can taste the quality of the cream that you went into this. But also, I don't want to eat a cup of bubblegum ice cream. Thank you. I'm 36 years old almost. <laughs> yeah, because like,
1: I, I, I maybe this happens in the in the remake. I can't remember all the details, but like, I needed Janet Lee's character to be like a descendant of someone. 100%. Who knew exactly what happened the whole time. Like, behind closed doors, her family would, like, brag about what they did to the leper
0: colony. And of like, course, yeah. yeah. That kind or, of thing. Or it could also be, like, a shameful secret that she knows about, but I do need her to know about it for sure. But then also – because then also she is
1: trying to cover it up. It feels more yes. that she's complicit in doing things. Um, it just feels like not a lot of people – There's not a lot of like logic and and, and basis for things, which, because I was like, well, how are they deciding who to attack? It's, there's no like,
0: yes, that's, that's, there is no pattern.
1: We're the children, we're the descendants of the block. Like, I needed, I needed that. I needed, you know, shady Janet Lee is trying to cover up and be like, hey, Hey, father, you should shut up about this. Give me that book.
0: So, so agreed. And, and, you know, the, them both being tied to it would make both of them targets. And then maybe the kid is a target because he found this piece of the ship and it's in his bedroom. And that should be, yes, you know, exactly. And he has a gold coin and they're coming for the gold like that. Like if the, if the kid had found, like, I, I like the part. I like what they do with the piece of the ship, but it was a gold coin at first. And so it's like, okay, maybe it's just a gold coin. And the kid has a piece of the treasure and therefore he's a target. Like mm-hmm. way, way simpler. The other thing I think is problem with this movie is there's not enough story for this many characters. No. And, I, and, and it's all character, It's all actors that I like. And it's all characters that I think do a good job with what they're given. But like I, Adrian Barbeau and Jamie Lee Curtis should be one character. And it's like, I don't want to take roles away from women, but I just think that it's like extraneous. I, also well, I don't think they Atkins. need to be one character because I like that Adrian Barbeau
1: is trapped in the light. I like that she's sort of the eye in the sky. Yeah. Like separated from everyone. But I guess it means you just don't have a Jamie Lee Curtis at all.
0: Right. Right. And it's like, I, I want, I just want the eye in the sky person to when they're not broadcasting because they only broadcast at night, it seems to be like trying to figure out what the hell's going on and like doing the research with the microfiche at the town historical center and your character, the Janet Lee, like what, as you propose, which I think is great. Like that character trying to like, stop them from learning this information and broadcast.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. All that microfiche has been checked out for act- And then they c- it's by, by, you know, mayor Janet Lee. And they can be like, yeah, and they can see that it's been checked out for thirty years or something silly, yes. like
0: or 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 it was destroyed in a fire mysteriously fifteen years ago or something. Just mm-hmm. like any 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 of these things, yeah. I I really like so much of this, like from a story standpoint. Like I I do think I'd like a, a campfire story of a movie if it was done in the right way, and I like the like small town secrets thing for horror movies. I think that's very cool. I mm-hmm. I, I like I like, and, I've seen and seaside
1: towns. I'm a start sure. for a seaside yeah, town
0: heck yeah like, we are big jaws heads on this podcast like we are into it um and and there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with the nature of a seaside town being sort of sequestered and and, and not really connected to the outside world in ways that are super they always feel like their own
1: thing even like mm-hmm. in the real world like if you visit a small a quaint small seaside town it's sort of like, oh this does feel weird here
0: yeah. You're like, "Oh, this is a character. New York is the fifth sex in the city." <laughs> you know, Seaside the Fogtown is the fifth, you know, member of this of this little, you know, group. But yeah, it's like I I liked a lot of the pieces of this movie, but I as I'm watching it, I'm like, there's not enough story for this like like the Jamie Lee Curtis Also for thing this length,
1: with- it's like there's like not enough story for the length of movie cuz I'm yes, like yes. as you're saying that I'm like yeah, but then we should cut other things to include uh-huh. the sequence this, of this research truly, and stuff. Th-
0: yes, 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 yes. This is truly uh, an a anthology TV episode. Yes. This is a very good, like, 50-minute anthology TV episode, in my mind. I think this would be – this is that much story. Which, you know, they didn't – You know it's John Carpenter. There was a million reasons why he didn't do it. But, like, he later did some of that stuff and he made, uh, you know, uh, body bags, which – I think it was a TV show that they cut into a movie at some point, whatever. Is Body Bags part of Masters of Horror? No, but it's a similar thing. Hmm. This would be a great Masters of Horror. It's another, you know, you you brought up there. I was going to say the Guillermo del Toro show, but it's just like, this is perfect I watched the first couple episodes of that. Yeah, I I only watched the first one, but I liked it so far. I'm definitely going to watch the rest because I I enjoy anthology horror. Um, Although, my man Guillermo, like... (sighs) You gotta get someone to make you a suit, better man. That's he's <laughs> he's a big dude. I get it. It's hard to find fit- nice clothes. He's a big man, but like you gotta get that custom suit made. But so you I'm
1: have here. the money, Gear Mo del Toro. Right.
0: Yeah, it's like he's you are Guillermo del Toro. Suit. Yeah, he, I was like Netflix could f- f- flip out thirty five hundred dollars for you to buy a very nice suit. Like, come on, it's part of the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the guy. I just I was like, man, you're wearing a suit that's not flattering you because it's just the wrong size. Get a suit that fits.
2: Hmm.
0: Anyway, um. So yeah, I I think like this. I like this is not as is not as iconic as the Halloween score, but I think is it's really fantastic. Really, really good. I love the stuff that he does with like the synthesizer, balanced with the traditional piano and other instrumentation. It's something a little different. I I really like what he's doing as a, a composer in this one. Uh, but yeah, just it doesn't quite necessarily all come together. But let's let's go through it and talk about some stuff. Um, I do love this opening with the ship captain being like, I long ago, a uh, boat tried to come to sea shore and he's like giving this, I'm also very confused
1: graphic. by that because like if a boat, if a boat like, let, what's it called? We make dry land breach. Uh, like if a boat like breaches itself, not, not, it's not, it's not, uh, well, we'll say breach, but there is a different word for it. Or like they got tricked into going too close to shore and it crashed from like, so, but if they're close to shore, couldn't they have just gone to shore, like... Yeah. Aren't they closer think... to shore and then closer to safety at that point?
0: Right. You would th- You would think if you... if Because you,
1: well, I think in the remake, beach. they set it's, them on it's fire. A beach,
0: it's not breach.
1: Beach, thank you. Yes. Okay. In the remake, they, like, throw lanterns, like, lit, old, like, it's 100 years ago, so they, yeah, they throw lanterns yeah. onto the boat and set it on fire, so it's like...
0: Like a Molotov cocktail style.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. which, yeah. that is... Those people
0: are gonna die, but like we trick yeah. them into beaching themselves It's like okay. Well, what I, I also I also like he's describing it as like a shipwreck, and then like how the, the the fog came to be like as part of it. But like how did the town engineer a shipwreck? That's like it in, seems incredibly challenging to me. <laughs> so
1: other than the leprosy, this is also the plot of a Bob's Burgers episode. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the land ship. Uh-huh. What happened was they the town. You like put a boat, like brought a boat on land and rocked it, in as though it was on the water, so that the enemies would think that was where the the water went uh, to, and then uh-huh. crashed their ship. And then they so maybe
0: they just turned the lighthouse off. Is, is, I is
1: think the, they said they the used a campfire, so they must have like turned oh. the lighthouse off and put a campfire, so that they would think.
0: Yeah, for I don't sure. know. It's not super clear what the plan. Yeah. I mean, works. it's it's also we're talking about something that allegedly took place in what the 1800s, although it is based on a real thing that happened. By the way, be 1880. I don't know if you knew that. Okay. Um so you know, navigational techniques a little uh less sophisticated in eighteen eighty. It's also too what intense I, of a ghost story for these ch- for children That's age. what I was that is exactly what I was about to get to. It's like he's doing these like i and the timbers cracked and them and the men fell plunged to the deep where their bodies were torn to shreds. And it's like, uh these are these are like
1: eight-year-olds. They fell into this... the water and their eyes stared into the abyss as the salt water filled their lungs. And I was like,
0: huh? They did that thing that actors do where they gulp two times really hard and then open their eyes all the way to indicate drowning. Like, sir, this is an Arby's. They open their mouth. (laughs) They open their mouth just slightly as it happens. And let out a
1: bubble. (laughs) And it happened in 20 seconds, because that's how long drowning takes.
0: (laughs) They seem to run out of air very quickly. <laughs> That's
1: my boyfriend. And I were just talking about like weird movie things. Like, I can't remember what his was, but mine was like, Oh, yeah, how people drown in, in five seconds when like drowning yeah. takes a couple minutes. It's not like,
0: Yeah, like there's, there's more to it than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, I, 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 you know, it's hard to fault actors too hard for them. Like you didn't accurately depict what it's like to suck in two lungfuls of liquid and then choke on it, you know?
2: But well, I, I just
0: mean like the timing, like the, when it's just the hold oh, someone just, under yeah. the water and it's like yeah. they
1: wiggle for five seconds and then they stop and it's like, well, they're, they're drowned now.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, I just love the, I like, I, I kept thinking while watching this, like, what if there was a sea sh- i keep saying see i keep wanting to say sea shanty man i don't know why th- my brain is fixed on it on that phrase but this like this the gordon's captain- fisherman yeah basically but like uh, i this campfire like open what other movies should open with a campfire where a salty fisherman is like Ah, here be a story you're about to hear and you know like what i do wish other versions
1: i wish summer rental opened with scully doing the story yes.
0: Yeah, that would be that. That movie actually would be improved by it, and I like that movie, but that would be an improvement.
1: Yeah, because then it's just a cute little bookend of like someone comes yeah. into his restaurant and he's like, "You remind me of the last people from last summer." Yeah, and then yeah, you can hear yeah. the steel drums as we like fade into
0: yeah, and it's like a picture on the wall of Scully and the family, like all arms. Yeah, exactly. And we, like zoom into the photo. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That would be very funny. Uh, but yeah, I was just trying to think of like the most ridiculous movies I could think of as like Arrh, here be the tale of our sixteenth president. <laughs> Inception. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like what what serious D-bag needs to be <laughs> needs to get the wind sticking out of his sails?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: The Shining opens. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like Arr, here be the tale of a haunted hotel in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I just The like landlocked state, state of again.
1: Colorado. Yes.
0: It's <laughs> It'd be truly making no sense. <laughs> I'd be a snow pirate, you see. <laughs> I'm
1: sure snow pirates are a th- is a thing in some sci-fi oh, movie.
0: For sure. There's yes. snow sharks or yeah.
1: avalanche sharks or something.
0: We ride the high seas of Colorado, and by that I mean the mountains on our <laughs> snowmobiles. I yeah, very into that. Yeah, I just I just I just kept thinking of like what other, you know, stupid movies I could come up with that would have this premise on it. are here be the tale written by Mario Puzo of the Italian mafia's rise and fall in these here United States. Is that
1: The Godfather? Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: (laughs) I was like, is it Gangs of New York? Is it the real one? (laughs) Oh, no, no. It's uh, The Godfather.
1: I couldn't remember who wrote The Godfather. Just that apparently there's (laughs) long stretches of the book that are talking about someone's dick.
0: He yeah. There's a there is a whole subplot of the book version about how uh, one man and one woman had the perfect genitalia for each other, and he, he was so big that he ruined her for others. And she has to go get. And funnily no, enough, that got necessary. dropped from the re- from the movie version. But wait, you don't even get to the crazy part. She goes to have surgery to fix this problem. Oh. And then I think has like a thing with the doctor. Okay. Sure. Yeah. This is like a long, there's like a long thing. Sonny uh, is just like crazy well-endowed in the book, and they are obsessed. Packing heat. With it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, enough about Sea Shanties and Sonny's member. Uh, we get John uh, John Carter, sorry, John Carter, sweet Jesus, John Carpenter's cameo, which he doesn't do too much. Didn't know it was him,
1: and I wrote, uh, I love the hair stash combo. It's exactly what I'm going for. <laughs> and then I
0: learned it was him, and I was like, that that tracks? Yeah. Uh, I do, I I do like, uh, you know. I'm trying to say some nice things about the movie because you know, it's not. I, mean, I don't think this movie is worthy of just being like shredded like we did with Lethal Weapon over on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. But um, the intro is all atmosphere and mood, and it's that part to me felt very Carpenter. Like the opening ten, fifteen minutes ish of this is all he knows just, how to like, open James a movie. It. Yeah, and that reminded me a lot of like the the best powers of Halloween, which is like kind of exploring the small town and showing you all the people. Uh It doesn't pay off as well here, I don't think, but it's like a lot of table setting here is being done. And I really yeah. like that. And I
1: think it, my problem is it just like they set up this story in the beginning and then no one really talks about it because right. there's not time for anyone to talk about it until all of a sudden it's being like the petard is being kicked out from under the town. And it's like, well, yes, I need to know that this town like – gives a shit about this story beyond this salty old man on the beach with children. Like also, is this a camp situation? Like are parents paying to let their kids spend the night on the beach with the old sea captain. And why is that a thing?
0: (laughs) Right. This dude does have a real Scully vibe about him. it's like, is he a ship captain or does he just own a seafood restaurant and dresses (laughs) like one? He might. Or watch it just
1: be like vacation Bible school. See it. Yeah,
0: exactly. It could totally be that. But yeah, I I I keep coming back to the thing you were saying about like the gold and the money is like, it's way more interesting if the people they're going after are the descendants of the, the people who benefited from it, right? So it's mm-hmm. like five pillars of the town. And then the sixth person is the kid because he ended up with this gold coin and he's just kind of like caught up in it. Yeah, I think that, that works a lot better. This yeah. is a situation where I think
1: remakes of something like, obviously not the- the glossy 2000s one, but like remakes yeah. of something like this, where like the bones are solid. Yeah, it just yeah. needs a little finessing. And then I think you'd have yeah. a more solid situation.
0: And this would be a great example of that too, because it's very recognizable. Like people know who John Carpenter is and it's like, oh, they're remaking this John Carpenter movie. He would mm-hmm. have the name value. It seems like a perfect candidate for it. I, I agree with you. Watched a really not good horror movie in October. That was like this woman who's, Family had connections to this like small coastal town, and she had to go back there for some contrived reason. And the reason that they the bank was foreclosing back, on the Christmas tree farm.
1: It no, it's a horror movie. I I know, but uh, can you imagine? Not, there's
0: no Christmas. The horror mark it, Channel. It, you could you could do a very good hard twist on a Hallmark movie setup. I think, and I'm surprised no one has done that yet. But like the, I, the the attempts at spoofing the Hallmark thing that I've seen have been atrocious.
1: The only one that was good was the game show SNL did like three or four years ago.
0: Yeah, I'm, t- I'm talking about movie. But not, oh yeah, not no, just, that's like, Andy yeah. jokes about it? Yeah, yeah. But
1: do you, would you if you were writing the ho- the horror mark movie? Do you go the person visiting the town is self aware that everything is creepy and perfect and like pristine and it feels like yeah, it's like Stepford. Or do you go like I'm you? There's just a murderer there, and they're like I'm. My like, gonna. I've inherited my parents Christmas tree farm. And they don't know that there's like a killer in the hiding in the Christmas trees.
0: I think it's both. I think it's like the newcomer is like, Oh, so it's an it situation. The, hot, the town is complicit. Do, well, no, I think it's like a hot fuzz where it's like, yeah, but like town without, the, without the, ta- but, with, but no, I'm saying I want it to be hot fuzz, but the town isn't in on it. They're just dumb. Oh, okay. So like, there's like, there's a killer and the police, like the woman is like, that they comes to her old town the small town is like there's been there someone's been murdered and the cop comes and he's like doesn't even understand the concept of a murder and he's like well you know this person slipped and fell and they he's doing the hot fuzz without the but like ulterior. unintentionally yeah yeah, yeah
1: okay I, I think I, yeah. I like the creepier like glossy and complicit i like that element better
0: yeah i mean it, but i think that just because it's like If you make that movie, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I've seen Hot Fuzz. You sir are no Hot Fuzz. Yeah, so you got to do that's you got to get away from it. So that's that's my sense, two cents. But anyway, this movie was this this woman being like compelled to get there and become trapped, and all of the people in the town are actually like ghosts that can't leave, and they they were like trying. She her family was like one of the original founders of the town and therefore she's not allowed to leave. And they like pulled her back in and it's like all this kind of, it's not a good movie, but, uh, what is it called? Do you remember? I I don't, but I can go troll through my letterbox Mm. later and find it. Um, but it was like, I remember turning to my wife and being like, if this woman had just insisted that they do this over email, she would not have been trapped there for eternity because they just wanted her to like sign a document (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was like you you have docu- to docu sign. Yeah, so I said I was like, if you just did, if you were just like, no, docu sign it, or I, or or I'm not co- like I'm not coming there to do this. It was just I don't. Was know. Was it a
1: lot anything. of like Was it like an impressive amount of like um, bequeathment or whatever? No, that's not, I know that's not the correct word.
0: No, no, it was like it, no, I, it was like the something with somebody's remains. Like she didn't mm. want to be buried there, and they had to do this paperwork. It was very dumb. It's not a good movie, but I'm talking about it because. It had this element of like these creatures from the ocean, and they were like attacking the founders of the town, and the and down the line of the founders. That's all I was getting to. Is like I I think that's where it, this lines up with that.
1: Yeah, that's sort of what they did with um
0: that puppet movie. That's terrible.
1: The the one from Henson. No, uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, Dead silence. I think it's called. It's a puppet movie. Yeah, they're. It's about puppets. It's not a puppet. It's not, I'm sorry. It's not a movie with puppet actors. It is a movie about puppets.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about that, like Melissa McCarthy, like, like Muppets, but they're raunchy thing. No, no, really no, no. Dead Silence was what,
1: uh, James Wan pooped out after the studio was like, you made Saw, you got to make another one. And he was like, I don't have another oh. one. And they're like, do it. So he was like, I don't <laughs> he, uh, He's
0: figured it out now.
1: He acknowledges that that is how he made this. He was like, they made me do it. I didn't want to do it. It's not good. (laughs) So that is not disrespect to James Wan. I'm I'm quoting him. Is the
0: poster for that movie like a thing Uh putting its finger to its lips? Okay. Uh, Anyway, let's get back on track. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Atkins.
2: uh, With no mustache.
1: Amir. It was very weird seeing with no mustache. Amir, 23 years apart, these two. You know what? The mustache ages him because he looked younger without it, weirdly enough. She
0: she is 22. He is 45. Yeah. That's funny because Halloween 3 is only, what, two years later? hmm I think so. And he looks ancient in that movie compared no. to the Oh, yeah, no, yeah, right. Because Halloween, it's
1: three, not two. Yes. Yeah. It's the mustache, I think.
0: Yeah, maybe. um So they he picks her up hitchhiking and... They do, like, very clearly, like, oh, they're going to have sex dialogue, <laughs> And I was like, wow, they are extremely far apart in age. This is just, Tom Hackens is apparently what all horror directors thought a hunk looked like in 1980 to 1984. It's like, uh, no offense,
1: but no. <laughs>
0: it's like, there's no one else available? Like, no, again, I like Tom Hackens, so what the hell are we doing here?
1: Very bizarre. Um, all the glass in his truck explodes as they're driving.
0: The fog hates glass.
1: Yeah, the fog. It's a it's very wishy washy because sometimes the fog will break glass. Sometimes it just knocks on the door. Sometimes it can break the door down.
0: I think the fog hates glass. I think the creatures knock on the door. But
1: then, like, so they knock on the door, and then only one time do then they start breaking down the doors. And I was like, well, why weren't you doing this before? I think I. I
0: think, and again, the movie doesn't tell you this. I they had to gain think, power this, like, by killing people. I, Why well, I, that? And I think there's also like a time limit on this. Like, well, I think they have to get this done and get to their six six victims, or they don't get to keep coming back to re, to claim six victims. Look at you, like a Jeepers Creepers. Like like the devil is basically like, all right, you guys can go up there. You got forty eight hours to claim these souls, and by God, if you don't get them, you're never leaving again. It's but like, that's a, the- like a like a the thing, they're
1: only active, so the first night they're only active from midnight to 1am, which is when the original beaching happened. Yes, yes. And then the next night it's just like, eh, we can go
0: whenever, wherever, and I'm like, well, hang on, what are the rules? (laughs) Okay, so night one, you get one hour. Night two, as long as you've claimed at least one soul, you'll be able to boost that time for an hour for every soul you claim. So, my recommendation, you hit a multi-soul situation on the first night. Then, you'll give yourself extra time to clean up the messes on the f- subsequent evenings. Are you taking notes? Because <laughs> I'm not going to repeat myself, and these rules are extremely specific.
1: It's it's like the complicated Cinderella everyone forgets about when there's multiple balls.
0: I don't know anything about this.
1: There's a version of Sin- the original like there's two versions of Sin- like classic versions. Yeah. yeah. The one that you all know that the Disney version used and then there's a different one where it was the prince was hosting a f- a festival and over the the festival was over the course of like multiple nights and so she kept meeting him and dancing with him and then leaving him.
0: <laughs> That's way stupider. It is. And then even in a pre self phone world, like he couldn't have been like, oh, I never got your name last night. Please give it to me now. Yep. And so uh, that's
1: the one. Does wa- in- Prince have a head injury? I mean, maybe he's got the rap. Um, and then it's multiple nights. And then he, at least in, into the woods, he ends up, he puts tar all over the stairs. So she, when she tries to run away, she, she can't. <laughs> and that's why she leaves her shoe behind because it's, wow. it's stuck there.
0: So she does like a horror like a scream queen, like the shoe gets stuck, she's running barefoot instead. Uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino is like lasciviously shooting her feet <laughs> and she runs with staring. mud on staring. Yeah.
1: Camera fucking it, her feet.
0: It never goes above mid calf, just chasing <laughs> her down the road.
1: Yeah. It's like the other weird version of Cinderella that no one talks about because it, wow. it you don't need that many. You can just do the one. No. And we
0: get it. It's extremely complicated for no reason. Oh, I forgot another rule. You can make your gold coins turn into wood, and then that wood can turn into other wood, and you can put scary things on tape recorders. But that's only in the daylight hours if you've collected at least three of the six required It really does sound like a complicated (laughs) board game.
1: Like, the rules
0: of this movie are just
1: the worst That's, board game that your friend brings that, out. That
0: is exactly what I was aiming for, so I'm glad it was coming across. I was like, the devil is explaining the most tedious board game you've ever played. You, and I on, say that as a person who loves board I love games, board games, but like, but like... 50% of them, I'm like, for fuck's sake...
1: Like, that's why I love when a board game has been played on a YouTube channel. And I'm like, great, sure. I can just yeah. play this video. And the first two minutes, they explain it neatly with visuals. Yes, yes. And it's not me on page eight referring to page two that then has to go to the I, glossary I, at the back of the book.
0: I have found those videos and played them in lieu of explaining it myself so people can see. Oh, yeah. like I I'll, I, I just point to the pieces on the board and stuff. and I'm like, just watch the video. Mm-hmm. uh so I really want to talk about... I think Adrian Barbeau is good in this, but... She got such like a
1: art, sexy voice when she turn, when she does her like... When she like turns yes. it on, I love it.
0: But that, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Because like the, sed, the seductress radio host is such a bizarre thing. Like, I don't know that it still exists. I mean, maybe Delilah's still out there. She's probably the remember? only thing lately. Yeah, And I just... I always remember even as a kid finding Delilah so weird. Because it's... It is like sort of flirtatiously sexual where she's like uh, tonight I've got a I got a song going out to Jenny in Arkansas from Derek and Derek says Jenny you're the only one I ever want to have here's I love you so very much by Martha and the <laughs> Vondells. And it's just like, I don't, I mean, I obviously choked on the song part there <clears throat> and I got phlegmy. So my apologies, but it's just like, who is this for? <laughs> like, why is she like everyone, all the men, all the single men in this town over the age of 40 are like listening to this radio show in probably by themselves, let's say to me mm-hmm. with be a tissue box, polite, but, but by themselves, no other people in the room. Yeah, and it is weird because she talks. Uh, at first, I
1: thought she was saying that she ran. She was on air twenty four hours a day when yeah. in the beginning when she's talking because she's her. She's like flirting with the what, weatherman.
0: Only fan stream. Yes,
1: it, she's flirting with the weatherman, and he's like, "Well, hey, let's let's meet up at the at the town. You know, by no just Centennial. Yeah, yeah. Centennial. The town Centennial tomorrow, because it's kind of implied that they've never met face to face. They've only talked on the phone. hundred percent, they have not. And she goes, oh, I can't, I have to run the, I have to run the, you know, the radio. And I'm like, do you though? Because I'm pretty sure it's only for the people in this town and they're all going to be at the centennial.
0: Logic would dictate that you would be covering the centennial for the radio. Yeah. You would have, you would be there with your little setup and your microphone. So that you could like play it back later or
1: whatever. Yeah. This is definitely a town where like there are 70 people in town and they are yeah, all yeah. there except for the old people who are already asleep.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of midnight mass or I suppose midnight mass probably draws I haven't a lot from yeah. this. Okay. Just, just the whole like small fishing town thing. You would like Is it a to coastal midnight town? Based on that stuff. Oh, it's an island town, baby. Bra, bra, bra. All right. You have I'm... to get to the mainland by boat and there are no cars on the island. It is isolated. Did I tell you what my boyfriend's friend, she does
1: very well for herself. She was like in charge of all the docents of a major museum up in Massachusetts,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: bought a house to be to do fixer upper stuff because she's very handy. And then she was like, well, I got a new job at a different museum that pays me even more. So I'm moving. She was like, look at all the houses I'm looking at and help me pick, like give your opinion. And I was like, this one's an island. And she was (laughs) like, she's like, yeah, that's kind of my front runner. And I was—it's literally just. it's not in like a tropical island sense. It's just—it is yeah, a small yeah. island with like two houses on it. Yeah. And you cannot—you can only access it by like watercraft of some kind. So you have like. So a, is there
0: like, is there like a garage at the port? Yeah, you have a parking space. You have
1: like parking for you and whoever lives there <laughs> at on dry land, but you yeah. need to like kayak or like ferry yourself there. <laughs> I was like, I love the idea, but also that sounds nightmarish.
0: Yeah, wildly impractical. That is literally a horror movie setting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of boats, we're on a fishing boat here. This is, uh, th- they're taking the devil's recommendation of make sure you hit a multi soul spot on your first attempt because they massacre the men on this fishing boat. Really gnarly kills. Also, I realized after watching this, this is also, also there uh, in- were 12 minutes of
1: credits rolling in this movie the credits ran yes. for 12 minutes and i was like well, jesus christ
0: you keep thinking the credits are over and then like scenes happen and then more credits come and i'm like well okay <laughs> what are we doing here at what point do we stop <laughs> it's i'm imagining that being like a bit in the naked gun type spoof movie where it's like they they stop and then like a scene happens and then more credits start going and someone trips just, on them yeah and like the whole movie is credits like they the movie i would and, love and that like the very final scene is punctuated with like and featuring blank and then the final line or directed movie. by yeah 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 and then the, the actual credits begin uh these mur- murders are really brutal but i was going to say this is the the same gimmick as the pirates of the caribbean movie right or at least the first one they, um like- no so in pirates of the caribbean they were they were
1: undead pirates who became skeletons in moonlight but they would normal outside of moonlight
0: but wasn't there something about the gold and the gold kept them alive? Because these creatures- So they, s- they stole, stole
1: the cursed uh, Aztec gold. Yeah, okay. And then they had to- reco- they, That's why they were pirating, because they had to recover all of this lost, stolen gold.
0: Got it, okay.
1: And that's why they wanted
0: well, Elizabeth Swan and thought she was Will Turner. Got it, okay. That makes sense. Um, But yeah, so they're, they're, it's a small fishing vessel. And I thought there were more than three people on this boat- it was weird to me that they only. It was you thought only there should have people. been more than three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like it's because like two of them are like in a bunk right at one point. So
1: based on my very limited knowledge of lobster YouTube videos, okay. this size boat looks it only had three. Only has three people on it for the lobstering in Maine.
0: But those are not typically overnight boats, right? Like this that's... wasn't supposed to be overnight.
1: They were supposed to come back.
0: Oh, the fog trapped them.
1: Yeah, because that's what um Tom okay, Atkins. Said. This he's like this. okay. He's like. I've never been so drunk. I've We've never been so drunk. We've not been able to come back to shore before morning. Uh,
0: so that part I knew, but I thought that was just like explaining the like confusion of the murders, but they seem to be out rather late for doing this job is all I thought. Yeah. I thought my impression of lobstering again from YouTube uh, or crabbing uh, from, you know, deadliest catch. Uh, well, deadliest catch, not really anal- analogous here, but like, it seems like a morning job. Seems like you do that in the very early morning.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're probably not lobstering in Cal, although are there California lobsters. Uh, maybe it's Dungeness crabs. Maybe <clears throat> so. Maybe they're not, maybe they like finished working for the day and, like, hey let's hang out on
0: the ocean and, and crack a few cold ones, <laughs> not go home to our wives or yeah. girlfriends or whatever, or our, or our sad hungry man dinners if we're not, if we're single. I mean, these, this is, uh,
1: this is firmly a Gordon's fisherman town.
0: <laughs> they, they, it honestly reminds me a lot. Do hungry fishermen. Perfect, do you remember the perfect storm at all? I remember that I fell asleep during that movie. Okay. Uh, they're just like, everybody in that movie is playing like a real, like, borderline scumbag guy. Like, they all seem like hearts of gold, but just like, you know, functional alcoholics, lots of hungry man. Is it Clooney? In, in the... Yep. And John C. Riley, and I forget who else. Oh,
1: but yeah. I don't know if we told that story in the podcast, but I <clears throat> we went to see that movie late at night. And I was young and maybe sick. You I don't been remember.
0: Seven. You would have been seven. Late yeah. at night seems bonkers. It wasn't. No, Perfect Storm is ninety-seven. You would have been five. That seems really bonkers.
1: Well, maybe it was at the second run theater. So I don't know. But either way, we went and it was later at night. So I'm going to say probably like eight o'clock.
0: Oh, oh. Oh. Okay. Okay.
1: Maybe I don't. I can't imagine our parents would go to a movie later than eight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it was. It was late enough that like I was tired and I said maybe sick. I can't remember if I like wasn't feeling well. But I fell asleep, like, basically, as the w- as the boat gets sucked up by that giant wave, like, the uh-huh. poster moment, I fell asleep.
0: Yeah, which is wild because that movie is so loud. Yeah.
1: I can fall asleep anywhere.
0: Yeah. That has apparently. never
1: been a problem for me.
0: Uh, so we got a big problem here because Adrian Barbeau is, like, talking to the weather station. They're, t- they're tr- trying to figure out what's going on with this boat. And then Adrian Barbeau, in talking to the weatherman, is like, huh. The fog's moving the opposite direction you say it should be. That's weird, right? The wind the is
1: weatherman... moving against the fog and it's still yeah. rolling.
0: And the weatherman's like, ah, you dumb
1: broad. I'm like that's weird. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so they all get ghost murdered. All yes. the men.
0: Really violently. Um so they're Atkins and they're at, Jamie the Curtis yes. have boned. Yep. They've they're having a postcoital, let me look at your sketchbook, you artist, you young artist type. Uh, yeah, her her character
1: is I am hitchhiking from Seattle mm-hmm. to no, no 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 Seattle's Washington from like San Francisco to Vancouver I think is yes, what she's at. That's
0: right. She's going up the coast, yeah.
1: That's that's her character. I'm an artist who is hitchhiking to Canada.
0: Well I saw in in, in um doing some of the research that she apparently was explicitly cast by Carpenter in this because she was only getting like scream queen roles. And he was like trying to give her something else to do. So it's funny that I, in my version, I'm like, just either mer- make her the radio and skip Adrian Barbell. Like, I don't know what you do, but like this, whatever. But he basically was just like, I'll give you something to do. That's not be, you know, running in terror. And then, and then the poster does is run in terror. Pretty. I mean, she doesn't do a
1: lot in the movie. We'll yeah. say that, but yeah. the poster is literally her screaming.
0: Yes. Um, but so anyway, they're they're post looking at her sketches, which uh, whoever uh, actually drew them, whoever actually drew them quite good. Uh, I thought the art yeah. was was nice. Uh, but there's a you know a knock at the door and he gets up to go investigate. And then it's 1 a.m., by the way. Yes. It's like, I don't answer the door at 1 a.m. unless there are red and blue flashing lights outside the house.
1: Or I've ordered grub up.
0: <laughs> that's also that's also a possibility. <laughs> or I can smell uh, the Chinese food. Yeah, Um, but it's so he's got like what looks like a feudal Japanese paper door. The only time I've ever had anyone knock on my door that late unannounced was someone who was like screaming for someone who they thought lived in the house. And I was like, wrong house, wrong house. There's no one here by that name. And they were like, just screaming. And I was like, I'm calling the cops. And then they ran away. (laughs) I genuinely was afraid that was going
1: to happen at my place because we've had process servers show up at our door. Oh, boy. And, like, we we started, we put a label on our mailbox because I was like, I'm tired. We've been here for over two years, and we still get this yeah. person's mail. Yeah. And, like, it's clearly, like, judgy mail and, like, yeah. last yeah. notice from, like, uh, Department of Transportation con- mail. Yeah. But this guy, he was like, we saw him on the doorbell because we had the video doorbell, and he's clearly, like, reading the names and, like, looking at the names on his thing, and he's kind of like, huh. And my boyfriend opened the door, and he was like, does this person live here? And we were like, Nope, has not for several years. Uh, I <laughs> I don't have any way to contact them. But uh, even though we could call our landlord, but I was like, You gotta, sorry, bo- sorry, dude, you gotta go back to your your boss and tell
0: them they do not live here. Find something else. Wow. Um. So yes. Uh. I cut you off. He goes to answer the door here.
1: It basically looks like a Japanese feudal paper door, as we like to say. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's and a it's- cheap, cheap house.
1: All fog and a silhouette of someone knocking, and he's his first thought isn't like better not. Yeah, like any sane person. I guess he's a white man in a movie, so like
0: yeah, yeah, that kind of Atkins,
1: that kind of confidence.
0: well, he's also Tom Atkins in a horror movie, so that's like beyond white guy confidence. That's Tom Atkins' horror movie confidence. This this is basically James Bond by Sean Connery. <laughs> I remember, it used to be the joke. I want all the confidence of a
1: mediocre white man. I want yeah. all the confidence of a mediocre older white man in an eighties horror movie.
0: <laughs> Specifically, I want all the confidence of Tom Atkins. That's what I want.
1: Um, as soon as the clock strikes one, the ghost disappears, or the the shape and the disappears. Clock-
0: the clock glass also breaks. Yeah, there's a lot of glass breaking.
1: Oh, uh, there's also like mini earthquakes throughout town and like random. Yes. And I just nothing is cohesive. It's not like yeah. the grocery store is the spot where
0: the uh, the town mayor used to live, or yes. I don't know. You that know what else this but... movie needs that it doesn't have? Some animals freaking out. Yeah, I need. They told need, me a dog some... barked. Yeah, I need a lot of crazy barking and meowing and uh, what else? Snakes slithering up up walls. Like I need I need the animals. <laughs> I, need, what I want this. The, I want the animal pets and the various pets of this town like going ape shit. I want them like
1: this or is, just a like, go into is a problem. Go to a shelter and 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 like open a food like uh, throw some food around and let the animals go nuts for a little bit. Fill yes. that.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want yeah, I want the like cages rattling and the like, like give me all of that. Um, you don't. You don't recall the famous scenes in other film and television where the snakes slither up the walls <laughs> when the bad shit's going down.
1: Shockingly, I cannot. That might have <laughs> yeah. been an Amityville. <laughs> you don't recall. I do not. Um, so yeah, this is where I was like, okay, so the ghosts can only attack from midnight to one a.m. And then I went, well, hang on. There's, I'm I'm about thirty minutes into this movie, so Fiffy's like, how many more
0: nights are there gonna be? Right. Uh, Now, if you recall, depending on the number of souls you take, (laughs) you boost your number of hours in the witching hour. This is when the haunt begins,
1: and you (laughs) must leave the room with the book,
0: read your specific page, and come back. Each soul you take adds one hour to the witching hour. However, on subsequent nights, this effect is doubled. (laughs) If you are playing as Elizabeth
1: Bathory, this effect is doubled. And if you are playing as The Blob from the
0: feature film The Blob, it is halved, and you must do double the work. <laughs> if you see a snake slither on a wall because of your actions, you lose one turn. <laughs> um, and then a piece
1: of the ghost. Here's what's crazy. So, we got, we, like I said, we started with Salty Sam telling the, the, the mm-hmm. shanty story of the, spe- the ship, the Elizabeth Dane. Mm -hmm. And then a piece of wood that says Dane and clearly looks like a piece from the hull of an old ship washes ashore. And the kid doesn't say anything about it, even though he just heard this story. And then Adrian Barbeau is like, oh, that's kind of old driftwood, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, well, I thought this was supposed to be important.
0: (laughs) It's a piece of
1: a goddamn boat. Come on, people. Because she keeps saying my son found a piece of driftwood. And I was like, it is clearly a piece of the hull of the famous ship.
0: Right. Like it this so this town's that. whole bread and butter. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh famous uh carpenter uh Ism? part of the carpenter um menagerie of actors, roster of actors. What's the what's uh, troupe? Uh, thank you. Uh is George Buck Flower who's in the uh uh Back to the Future movies as a bum as well. Um he was the guy in They Live who like goes over to the alien side and is who is he in up. this he's one of the fishermen i could i don't oh, either yeah or, yeah or I a ghost fisherman yeah. no dies oh. i didn't recognize him either but oh also uh while we're just picking up random strays here uh tom atkins character's name is nick castle which is the name of the man who didn't they use that the name shape? before
1: or not before but like I, f- I feel like carpenter also used nick castle's name in another movie
0: he, I think you're right, and he just apparently just like all the characters in this movie are friends of his, which I thought was quite funny. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, Adrian
1: Barbeau's son asks for a stomach pounder and a coke, and yes. I was like, I
0: don't, I don't know. So what it I is. had, I had to know, and so I started like googling this, and apparently on the commentary, Carpenter is like, yeah, this is just something one of my friends would say, and it was a reference to something completely like not food related or anything he just liked the phrase stomach pounder and so and so he like uh just put it in the movie and he's like it delights me that people have obsessed over what the hell that means it's like yeah no shit man you're it you a- famous i was like what is it like some old candy or like some snack food i didn't know about some of the suggestions I saw were like a quarter pounder cheeseburger, which I thought oh. was wild. Well, because he says that and she goes after lunch. So there's,
2: yeah,
1: those people are not paying attention to the movie because there's right. no way he'd be like, "Go get a quarter pounder with cheese," and she goes after yeah. lunch.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Tom Atkins knew the murdered fisherman, and we meet Janet Lee.
0: That's right. Um, and she has an assistant played by uh, Nancy, Nancy Loomis. Yes, and also I think she goes by Keys now. I think mm. Loomis was her acting name, um, who I was like, man, I really like her as Annie in the original Halloween. I think her performance is really good. I like her in this. And I was like, man, what the heck happened to her? Like, why'd she stop acting? And I looked it up and it's just like, she had a kid and she took some time off to have, you know, raise the kid. Then she went back to the auditions and was doing that. And she was like, I hate this. I want to be a sculptor. And so now she's a sculptor and she mm-hmm. uh, also teaches it. Um, and I'm sure yeah, it
1: was so- very easy for her to try and get back in as an older woman having had a kid. I'm sure. Yeah, it was, no. I'm yeah, sure the yeah, industry I mean, was very not, kind about I, that.
0: I'm not trying to poo poo it. I just it was like she she did not talk about it from a stamp. And she's you know she has many opportunities to say you know no men are trash you know whatever or whatever it was. But and she just she talked about it. It's just like yeah, I had been sculpting like with my kids. I was like playing with them, and the sculpting that I do kind of came out of like doing the activities with my kids when they were little. And I just was like, this is better. I like it more. So I just didn't want to do it anymore. But yeah. I'm, it shocks me that, like, with the wave of directors that have come up after, like, the ones who are fans of Halloween and so, like, you know, people directing movies in the 90s and early 2000s, like, none of these dudes talked this talked her out of retirement for, like, a small part in something. That's crazy to me. Well, when you have
1: PJ Souls willing to do anything for any paycheck – Right, I feel like they're like, why bother with Nancy Loomis? We can get PJ Souls for,
0: well, yeah, for a I ham guess. sandwich. So it's like, <laughs> you just get them both in there. I don't. It's crazy to me. And now, like you're telling me, Jason Blum has not figured out something that they can stick Nancy Keys in for. For like, I mean, for a second, any of the three Halloween movies they fucking made. Well, she, well, that would be weird because she died. Yeah, she looks exactly the same, and everyone would know that the woman who. You know, um, horror dudes would lose their fucking minds if they put dead people in as new people. They would lose. They would be screaming about it. Come on. They're the well, they should be screaming because the movie's terrible. <laughs> well, agreed. But they're the most annoying people on Earth.
1: One of the first one was good. I stand by it. The that. first one was good. And then the last two were just so bad. I've seen people yeah. like doing their 2022 best movies, best horror movies list. And people are putting that on there. And I'm like, I mean. If you do more than 10, you
0: kind of have to put it on there, don't you?
1: I think there were 10 horror movies that came out in 22. That's, that's
0: what I'm saying. I said if you do more than 10.
1: No, they're, they're doing their top 10. Yeah, no. That's and true. they're putting it on there. And like it half is. of them are like, and yes, I put Halloween ends on there. And I will not be discussing. I'm like, yeah, because you know, you, you know it's bad. Yeah. You don't <laughs> want to discuss it because you have nothing to say about it. Yeah, because it's hot trash. Come on. We have there Michael you. Myers at home. you have cory at home barbarian barbarian was rad i've heard really good things about x and pearl they're on my list x is
0: excellent i haven't seen pearl yet it was x 22 or 21 i believe they're both 20 maybe x is 21 but barely maybe it's like maybe it's straight octobers or consecutive octobers
1: Mm. oh yeah that's been on my list um scream hello scream five cream love five cream black phone i
0: really enjoyed really good yeah there's no way halloween ends goes into the top 10 that's just ridiculous get out of my get out of my face with that yeah uh anyway uh so they visit hal holbrook who's playing the priest and he is the only person in the town that is actually like a descendant of the people which is what we had talked about before he's also
1: has like the appropriate response to all of this like he learns today that his great grandfather or whatever murdered people for their money because they had leprosy and he's like guilt ridden about it because he's like, this is awful. This town is built on like all the appropriate responses. Yeah. And I was like,
0: built on a foundation of lies. Yes. And I was like, okay.
1: And then, and then he feels like he's the only one that gets murdered out of the main people. And I was like, right. Okay. But like, He's the only one that like learned the truth and had
0: the correct response. I will say he's doesn't feel like mm, I feel like he goes into it with his eyes wide open where he's like, I am atoning like in a a real uh, religious way. Like I am atoning for the sins of my family. Yeah, it's 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 like a sacrifice is the wrong word, but it's sort of in the same vein. But it's like ballpark. yeah and, and like I totally understand what you're saying like he he probably gets the most brutal death uh despite the fact that he is trying to make amends, which mm-hmm. I do think is really interesting but he de- he definitely approaches it in a completely different way you're totally right and 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 to to back up to what you said before like your version of this where Janet Lee knows the score is way more interesting if he's like, no, this is awful our families deserve to be like we we should tell everyone about this and atone for it
1: mm-hmm. And she's like, she can like wield political power and be like, yeah. well, maybe, maybe it's time for a new deacon or whatever that I don't know how right. churches work, but like,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's only if you touch kids.
1: <laughs> no, that's they shuffle you off to a different town.
0: That's what I just said. That's what I meant. But I wasn't yes, saying shuffle. Been... I was
1: saying she gets, she just boots him out. You're fired. That's,
0: well, I, I was, I was ascribing it to the same shuffle them to, to other people. anyway uh how also very good actor
1: i I always like in in these kind of movies where it's like a hundred year old ghost was wronged and i'm like they were white people (laughs) those are the ghosts we think are gonna come for us a hundred (laughs) years later okay maybe it's
0: (laughs) so maybe it's a situation where like the uh the ghosts of people who were wronged in other ways are just like you know the best revenge is living well you can have it yeah I see they, what you're they, doing to I see what you're doing to poison the earth They put
1: Sacagawea is. on a gold coin. They definitely feel bad about everything. <laughs> a coin nobody uses.
0: I have one in my wallet. But you don't spend it. That's what I mean like no. They basically made a commemorative coin. Yeah, they did. I mean, to be fair, no one uses any coins.
1: I know, but it's just funny that like that's what that was the an atonement was a Sacagawea coin that essentially doesn't get, it's not in circulation because nobody actually spends them.
0: Yeah. Uh So we're, we're doing some cross cuts with Hal Holbrook and then Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Atkins, who are both uh doing some, some, some research or sorry, they're on the boat trying to discover the mystery. And Holbrook is like, he's got the book the telling diary, the whole the story. And I was just like, yeah. Annoyed that I was like, Oh, well this isn't exciting. Like, we know
1: what happened. We know why the ghosts right. are doing it. Like there's no mystery now. It's just
0: we get yeah. we get to watch a bunch of silhouettes wiggle around. Yeah, I I do like the makeup and creature designs. Rob Botton is apparently part of the, the team for that, which I thought was neat. I thought it needed a little more detail. Like if you're gonna be mostly in
1: silhouette, you yeah. need distinctive shapes.
0: I liked the eyes a lot. I think that did a lot of work for me.
1: Yeah, they did Blow they weren't the they weren't there enough though.
0: They weren't like in every I, scene. I'm not trying to disagree with you. I'm just saying I think that's what worked for me ultimately. They should have like talked to
1: an animator cuz that's what people always say about like animation is that like character shapes are crucial. Like SpongeBob, all yeah. the characters are very unique specific silhouettes that you could out right. you could like pick out of a lineup and it sort yeah. of endears them to you. And that it's makes just sort sense. of everyone just kind of looks like a, a a Scooby-Doo villain in silhouette.
0: I also really like the Fake out jump scare that this builds to, so it's acting. The double jump, Curtis. Yeah, and there's this locker, and we see the the, the 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 latch on the locker sliding open, and so you're like waiting for the locker to pop open to be the jump scare, but they don't do the jump scares thing there. The locker they do. pops open. Well, the locker pops open, and they're like what, and then the corpse comes out, and the corpse. Oh, gets I thought the they were both thing. jump scary, but the the corpse gets the big like bang on the soundtrack. I I I thought
1: they were both had. Had a had a sting to him. Interesting.
0: Well, maybe it was just that I was. I'm the jump scariest person alive. So the corpse yeah, me got too. me, and the the first one didn't. So I was. Maybe it's like they they want you prepared and and like ready for the first one, so that the second one gets you. It was just good misdirection. Yeah. This is the board in the. Uh, so yeah, the radio station. Uh,
1: Adrian Barbeau goes to. She drives up to her lighthouse radio station. Yes. That is down. It looks like it's at sea level, which seems useless in terms of notifying people of ships. Yeah. And also for later, what happens doesn't make sense. She walks down like a mile of stairs. That's like the steepest stairs I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it's it's a bonkers work environment that she that she has signed herself up for. Also, I don't like I don't necessarily want like twenty minutes of this. But if you gave me just I don't know two to three minutes explaining why she decided to buy this radio station in the middle of nowhere that clearly is not making money. Yeah, that's what I, I'm so baffled by her decisions. Yeah, but later she's
1: like a lookout eye in the sky on the town, and I was like, well, she had to walk. two walks down from a from a bluff. To get to the lighthouse. So how is she overlooking the town?
0: It seems like a down and up situation, but also it's less that she's able to see the town and more that because there's no cell phones, someone can get to a phone and call her and she can broadcast it onto the radio. No, I just mean later when she's doing, she's literally
1: a traffic copter later in the movie. She's like, hey, we got some fog blowing down on Indy 5. only because people
0: are calling things into her. They are? yeah, like the the dude calls her and is giving her the weather reports, and then she realizes what's going on with her kid, and she starts like trying to get someone to help her kid. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about early, There's that point when
1: she like leads them all to the church that she's like this, There's we don't see anyone call in.
0: She can see the fog, so that's she just knows like where the. So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh you know how like Delaware like kicks out onto that severe yeah. tip. Yeah. So if you imagine the, the lighthouse is out on the tip of the J yeah. and then the town is like further along up the inlet. She doesn't have to be necessarily very high up to be able but to she's, have like eyes on the town. She's going like the fog
1: is headed down main street, headed East and it's turning left onto Franklin. And, and like, she's well, being, it's not that specific, she's being, being a little too specific. It's not like, Oh, it's rolling in on the, she's not like saying, Oh, I the think... he, fog's heading in. She's like giving turn by turn navigational directions for <laughs> the fucking fog. Like,
0: I think it's like the town only has 100 people in nine buildings, so she's able to be like, get to the opposite end of town, go to the church. That is what I think is happening. But it Agree to disagree. Your thing is much funnier, so I don't want to shit on it. She's literally saying,
1: in 400 feet, the fog will turn left. <laughs> in 200 feet, continue straight, fog.
0: fog you don't have to interrupt I'm, my music to tell me that! The fog has picked up four, five of the required six souls, which means it's able to operate for seven hours tonight.
1: Oh god, she's a D- she's a DM. I hate
0: it. <laughs> hey, uh Adrian, uh love the show. First time, long time. Uh I just want to let you know, fill you in a little bit about what's happening here. And yeah. uh it's it's a lot longer for soul collection on night 3. So, you know, <laughs> be aware that your kid is host.
1: So, we cut back to uh Father Malone, I think his name is, finishing
0: podcast would be Full 30 minutes longer if I didn't, you know, edit out all the times so when I had to stop after doing the voice and cough and take a drink of water. I just yeah, I do that for a, a lot of my voices. <clears throat> pull back the curtain.
1: Father Malone literally is like, We roasted them a lot. We killed them all and stole their gold. It was, and I couldn't read any further. And I was like,
0: Seems like you read pretty far. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. comes <laughs> after that that you couldn't <laughs> read, buddy. The, the part after that where they're like, and then we took the money and we built a town. And I used the money and I rubbed it all over my body like a naughty boy. You know? <laughs> like, like, did they eat the body? Like, what happened yeah, after?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you read the part where they committed heinous, heinous murder, and you were like, "That's enough for me." It's like, well, you didn't stop. There's nothing after that. Anything? Yeah, that's the
1: end of the book. And then, and then, uh, Janet Lee goes, "I think you're taking all this a little too seriously." And I was like. Well, how seriously should he take this,
0: Janet? It's a diary think, of his great-grandfather. Why would he lie? Who lies I in a diary? We should, we should all pack a suitcase and go to this nice motel I like.
1: <laughs> and I, this part has really cool effects. Adrian has the piece of the boat in her um, radio station, and
0: water starts like weeping out of it it's so cool looking. i want to know how they did it no idea how they did this yeah my only thought is like somehow the board is actually a sponge and they were just like pumping water through it but i can't figure it I, out i was wondering maybe if they drilled
1: like tiny holes and used syringes
0: yeah that would make sense but it's a big stream of water that comes out too it's a lot but it, it, it and it's not a reverse shot because
1: the board is completely bone dry and then right. the water seeps out and, and soaks the wood
0: it's amazing it's a really cool effect
1: and the water leaks all over the equipment and makes the radio go weird and say something creepy that I can't remember.
0: Six must die. Six must die. But why six? Did they? I, they, I think. I believe there were six members of the town involved in the thing. Uh, or no. Because I'm, I'm assuming there's more than six. There were more than six lepers on the boat. Oh, man. I looked it up and then I forgot it. Damn it. That's okay. I think, I think it's the town thing. I will I will verify this because I, I I also wasn't sure and and looked it up,
1: um and then there's this awesome fire explosion and when she puts out the fire the board is completely unscathed and it's really it's cool so
0: cool yeah I also love the general design of this office mm-hmm it's just, I, well, like, I love it a looks lighthouse like a real lighthouse yeah yeah um
1: then we cut to Jamie Lee Tom Atkins and a coroner I think looking at the dead body they found on the ship. And they go, the coroner goes, hey, Tom Atkins, we're here in the room with the dead body. Why don't you and I step outside and talk and leave Jamie Lee Curtis here alone with a dead body She's never met, of a man she's never met before? And it's like, no, yeah. you say, Jamie, would you mind stepping outside and giving us some privacy to talk? Like, that is exactly. that is the logical step here.
0: Yeah, it's bonkers. And then like when the corpse reanimates, it's like, "Well, of course it did. What do you think was going to happen?" But even beyond
1: that, like why would you leave a, a person alone in a room with a corpse? Right, right.
0: It's not like they're a civilian. A, it's a 22. city. Yeah. Uh
1: she gets attacked by the 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 cadaver. It is it,
0: it is six conspirators, I'm sorry. There were six okay. six people in the town.
1: Cuz he he grabs a a scalpel and falls on the ground and seems to have carved a three as he fell.
0: Yeah. He killed the three fishermen on the boat.
1: Um, so they go, there's some really cool glowing fog shots. Um, and then Adrian Barbeau is, says something on the radio about the, what's called the, the seaweed,
0: the boat. I don't remember the name of the boat. There was a name of
1: the boat. She talks about it. And then Nick and then Tom Atkins calls in, and it's like, hey, what are you talking about? So they, they get to talking and she goes, meet me here. And as they leave. And he goes, do you want to come with me? And she goes, and Jamie Lee Curtis goes, yeah. And then takes her beer bottle as they walk out of the bar.
0: To presumably go drive somewhere. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Also, I want to talk about this bar for four to six hours because it is a good bar. It is, but it's It's the same bar from Halloween Three. Basically, that's exactly what I was going to say. Why is Tom Atkins only in these like weird daytime drunk bars? Well, (laughs) the guy behind the bar at this bar has like the tender. He doesn't. The bartender. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't say a word. He has no dialogue. He doesn't do anything particularly, like, noteworthy as an extra. And yet, the way that he, like, is leaning on the bar as if it is the only thing keeping him from being a slumped mass on the floor of just, like, general sad choice about where his life is at is amazing. Like, this is the best non-verbal background acting I've seen in an eternity. I don't know where they got this guy. I don't know. Like, he should have had a They didn't pay him enough.
2: That's for yeah.
0: sure. He is just, like the world's weariest man leaning on this bar. And he's got like a beer. I think he might take a sip or two of it over the course of the scene, but man, it's so good. It's so good. The design of this bar, it just looks like the diviest dive bar with like your three professional I'm surprised it's not smokier. Oh, it should be so much smokier The the bartender should have like just a chain cigarette. He should
1: have four cigarettes in his mouth. Yeah. Um, so the weatherman is played by Sheriff Brackett.
0: What do you mean there's a lost ship? Who's lost? How do you lose a ship? (gasps) That's what I imagine (laughs) the patrons of this bar to be like.
1: They have the little, the the bubbles from old Disney cartoons when someone's Uh drunk. They Uh burp bubbles for some reason. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Um, So the weatherman is played by Sheriff Brackett from Halloween. It took me a while to realize that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just all of John's friends. Yeah. Uh,
1: And then he gets ghost murdered.
0: (laughs) Yes, there is a word other than troop for, like, when a director has the same, like, he, they're his players or something like that. Yeah, players. Yeah, but there's, there's T-R-O-U-P-E another T-R-O-U-P-E is pretty standard for actors, though. I, yeah, I feel like there's another... Cadre? There's another word I... I don't know. I can't think of it, but I feel like there's another word that I'm not thinking of.
1: Um... Uh, adrian barbeau is on the phone with with sheriff Brackett and like screaming at him not to open she's like
0: hey the fog is dangerous don't open the door and he's like he's like these kids are playing a prank or something it's like what kids there's 90 people in this town tops and how many of them are under the age of 18 right right four of them right you guys are just pulling my leg and it's who who do you think is pulling this prank
1: nonsense um So, this is where I was like, I want to know how they're picking victims and locations, but there's really no rhyme or reason to it. Right. It was like, just give me something.
0: It just seems like anytime they can get at people who are isolated. It's like this guy's alone in this thing. Those three dudes are alone. It just moment. that feels so, that feels so Jason Voorhees. I'm like, yes, these are ghost lepers from a hundred yes. years ago. <laughs> yes, and these are so, vengeful ghost lepers. Right. Like later, they come after a grandma and a kid. Now, I don't know. Maybe this grandma is like a secret Nazi, right? Like maybe she's the worst person. Like yeah, the earth. Ba- You're talking about the babysitter. Yeah. 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 Like maybe like, she's awful. Maybe she's the worst person on earth. I am certain this eight-year-old doesn't deserve to die yet. <laughs> I am certain. Yeah, he, he wasn't born here. He has no idea what the hell's going on. He just—it seems like an eight-year-old kid. Like, what did he do that made him such a ripe target? Other than being in this house,
1: it's so bizarre. Well, that's he's
0: what it's, he they found could a have done. Well, the, the That's something they could have done. It could have been like you moved into the house of the town founder. Okay, I like that too. Any of this would have been better.
1: Um, Adrian Barbeau is frantically trying to start her generator, and it's really great physical comedy. I don't think it's supposed to yes. be that funny, but I it's found not it supposed very to be funny. As funny
0: as it is, yeah. I also really love the shot of like the fog roll. So the fog kills Sheriff Brackett, then it rolls into the the room and fills the room, and then you see the town go dark. It's a really mm-hmm. great shot.
1: There's also a lot of great reverse shots where they like had fog pour out of a box. Yes. And then ran it in reverse what so looked like the fog was like snaking back. It's so cool. Yeah, th- it's just
0: such a simple
1: trick done well. Also, if you're going to if you're going to do fog for Halloween or whatever, do yourself a favor and build a chiller because that keeps your fog low to the ground and thick. Oh. It's really e- a lot of people you can build it really easily with like um like an old like a like a giant like what are they called? not Tupperware, the um a rubber made type container. Oh. So you like pump the fog into there and then that has like a chilling agent in it. And then it when oh. it comes out the other side, it's just like thick and on, like you walk through it.
0: Okay. Right on. Mm-hmm. Good to know for Halloween decor. I,
1: I love the smell of fake fog. So I know I, I I things.
0: I super don't like the smell of fake fog, but that is funny. Oh it, oh, it always make the
1: smell of like Halloween Horror Nights. Like that fog is always like. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I get that.
0: I get that. Uh, so this is the the the, the granny is with adrian barbeau's kid here and i also like don't know why adrian
1: barbeau assumes her kid would be attacked like i,
0: I want to know why like what thought process i think she's like that granny must have been in on this <laughs> <laughs> she's old as shit she's like the, the granny is actually a see like her thing was if i kill the lepers i get to live forever <laughs> So she's like, she just live forever I at a hundred, though. So it didn't. Yeah, yeah she didn't yeah. get the well, best well, she, bargain. Well, she, you know, she got the, she did the. I want to live forever without specifying. I don't want to age. That old chestnut. So oh, no, wishmaster. Yeah. So it's like sure, and then it's like you know, 150 years later, she's just like a, the grandmother in the attic of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequels. <laughs> I would love for the opposite of that that's
1: like I want to live forever and the like, okay and they immediately make you look 100 years old and that's how you look for the rest of your life.
0: <laughs> that's a good wish master. Um, anyway, she's going to open the door and the house is like completely surrounded by fog to the point where she was warning him to shut the windows. It's like, "Hey granny, you don't have to open the door. I don't know who told you that you did, but you don't have to do it." It
1: feels like a very 80s 90s thing that, like you have to open the door every time yeah. someone knocks.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, that is a, a holder from the past. So I'll tell you what, we get a knock at the door, and I, I, I don't feel like getting up. Guess what? I'm not doing. <laughs> I mean, now I have, like I said, I have the the video doorbell, so I can just swipe it open. I, I just do the old fashioned and peek out the window, and it's like, oh, are you a person in a Verizon shirt? No, thanks. Well, my
1: problem is that my my door is like the kind that it's wood, but it's got the giant window and like ornate yeah. window in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so someone can see if I'm standing. there. I can. Yeah, it's very obvious, and I'd rather not do that because that would be awkward. If they're awkward. a
0: salesperson, they're not going to be like, "I see you in there." No, you but sir. I would feel awkward. What day is it?
1: So I just look. I just do that, and they're like, "No, thank you." Uh,
0: anyway, the kid is trapped. The granny. I don't gets like got. this kid.
1: He's yeah. not doing much, but he's annoying. And Granny's like, "Go to your room." And He's like,
0: "I want to. I, I don't. I want to see who's there." And it's yeah. like, kid. A murder ghost. Get it's in. Like, what do f- you think it is? <laughs> yeah. Uh Tom Atkins comes to the window, smashes it open, and pulls the kid over the broken glass. Like, there's not like a oh let me clear every last shard or watch out. He just drags this kid through. The real life version of this, this kid should be shredded. Well, <laughs> also, like, this geez. is where the, the ghosts start deciding to break down doors
1: all of a sudden. And I was like, Well, yes, what yes. why now? Well, you know what? They can't open the front
0: door, but they it's break a vampire situation. A side door. You know what I mean? You think it's a vampire deal? It might be, because then at the church, they only break the windows. Yeah, but that's what they could
1: get. Like, the, they covered the door.
0: It just seems <clears throat> like perhaps there's rules. Okay, after, I would... you've ac- after you've acquired your fourth soul, you're allowed to break down doors. <laughs> it's just like, I, I wonder how, how
1: much weed John Carpenter smoked... That yeah. When he came up with this to be like, yeah, nothing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There's not a good through line in these rules.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I mean, the like, this is like the tiredest joke in the universe, but I'm going to say it anyway. It just like the idea that this fog would envelop the house and then there'd be a knock at the door and any human being alive's response to be like, well, I guess I have to open it.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely not.
0: Anyway uh, so Tom Tom Atkins shreds this kid through the window um, and we have some real mayor Vaughn energy from uh, gently at the uh, at the vigil where they're unveiling the statue that's what thing. is this statue they're... of do we ever learn the founders? Oh we never see it though, right? No, no, but that's it's like that's where these ghosts should be. Like, they're well. It's also weird because we see the statue killer.
1: and it looks like a painting on a pedestal in the middle of yes. town. It doesn't it's look like weird. a large statue of six people.
0: Yeah, it is very odd. It's it's a it's a very small scale statue.
1: Yeah, um, and the power and goes like, out.
0: Yeah, she's like, well, let them see the statue, sheriff, before they dis you disband our little gathering. It's like, um, what are you doing? Get out of there.
1: I I needed to know that she was like in on 100%. it and a bad person.
0: 100%. 100%.
1: Uh, there's some decent tension as Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Atkins try and drive away with the kid from Adrian Barbeau's house that they're kind of like yes. stuck in a mud rut. Yeah. And they're being the surrounded ghosts by
0: coming. ghosts. Good stuff.
1: Um, they get away. Everyone gets pushed to the church as Adrian Barbeau gives eye in the sky traffic copter News yeah. at
0: 11 coverage uh, of the fog. Meanwhile, the fog is like slowly filling up the lighthouse, which is a cool-looking effect. And the, all the fog effects in this are really cool. Yeah.
1: Um so this feel this is where I was like I think this feels similar to the remake except I think in the remake there's they do the like wow, this this 100-year-old person looks just like you thing that like the female lead was the like a descendant of someone and like had to give herself up or something yes um but in the remake they don't go to the church they're at the like town museum that has artifacts okay
0: that makes more sense honestly the church is just like convenient for this version of the story but it makes a lot of sense honestly my favorite part of the church is and this is gonna make me sound like a true maniac but every time i see stained glass i imagine what it would look like if somebody threw a brick through it and i've always (laughs) like I've never had any desire to do the smashing, right? I'm not a mo- I'm not a crazy person. See it. But it's just like, man, I would look cool as shit if somebody broke it, right? Like glass it getting would. broken always looks cool. I don't care who you are. Like as long as nobody's getting hurt, like mm-hmm. watching a pane of glass get shattered looks cool as heck. It's like somehow very satisfying to me. I would maybe other people think that's crazy, but I've never I had never previously seen stained glass get all smashed up. Although the way this breaks isn't as satisfying as I do. I it's wanted not. To like a hailstorm of these pieces oh i down. did
1: speaking of speaking of broken glass being being cool kids um i saw this really interesting uh like design thing on uh-huh. on instagram and it's basically it's three panes of glass together like a sandwich
2: yeah
1: and then they take an ice pick to the middle one and they they go t- they do the tink 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 and then it shatters but it's pressed safely between the other two pieces uh-huh. of glass but it's so cool t- cuz it appears Everywhere in an instant. It's not like a spider crack thing, like you would Uh expect. It's like tink, and the whole thing is just like pieces. Huh?
0: They hit it from like a side, so that yeah,
1: they like go in from the top with a little ice pick. Interesting. I'm sure there's Uh, more to it than just a glass sandwich, but
0: yeah, yeah. I'll have to look for that. It sounds cool. Um, Um, At this, at this point, they're at the church, and Holbrook has found this absolutely enormous golden cross, and he's well. No, first Adrian, first Janet Lee goes. Oh, hang on. There's a passage in the journal about
1: raising the dead and appeasing them, and I was like, "What?" There are ten minutes left in this movie. <laughs> what did you just find, Janet Lee?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a real like. Uh, somebody didn't like this movie in the test screening, so we got to do an ADR line sort of situation. And then uh, that's where Fa- you said Father Malone brings out this like
1: huge cross that looks like it's literally gold ba- gold bricks glued yes. together.
0: It's like five feet high. Did you watch? Did you watch uh, Outer Banks? The real cheeseball show no. on Netflix. I know you and mom are real into Outer Banks, but it's not for. No. it is like the. What's dumber than an airport paperback? No, what? What's that? Like you know, an airport paperback. Like is like a book that's just kind of like oh, paperback. I thought you said paper yeah. bag. I was like a vomit bag. Yeah, no, no, like an airport paperback. Like it is dumb as hell, but it doesn't. It's there's nothing about it that doesn't. It isn't a way. It's like. it's it's it's
1: It's not trying to be something grand
0: right right it's deeply stupid but it's got some adventure elements but they find a giant gold cross in that show and it is also ridiculous so i was (laughs) like i was like oh do you think have you seen this um but he hal holbrook is then carrying it and i like that hal holbrook is selling the fact that this thing would weigh three or four hundred pounds like he's barely able to move it meanwhile we're cutting back and forth with like adrian barbeau is is trying to get away from the good she climbs she for some reason her thought is let me get out of the lighthouse and climb up on top of
1: it which just like at that point jump at that point i'm jumping
0: right yeah you always have the joke of like oh the people go up the stairs in the horror movie instead of out the door and like you know smart horror movies will make it so they can't go out the front door or whatever and they have to go up but this is the extreme logical end of that to me i agree because like you can't go down you're in a lighthouse right it's, she didn't have like a repelling setup up there for like.
1: <laughs> anyway. No, she should like, have gotten the longest version of that of that fire escape
0: ladder that it, that we loved as kids. Yes, yes, I have one of them in my house actually. Really? Uh huh. It's hmm. just good safety. I live. I sleep on the second floor. If my house caught fire, I would die. Um, the I loved. I was also imagining that that beach. that that would that ladder would clink clink clink
1: for so long. If she threw it over the edge of the
0: lighthouse. I, I was thinking instead of a ladder, she has like a Kevin McAllister-esque zip line up there. <laughs> I love that. And we get like a John Carpenter synth version of John Williams, like... Da, 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 Candles in the yeah. window. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: With, uh. While a stunt double in an Adrian Barbeau wig.
0: Yes. A
1: very short... A linebacker in a curly brown wig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would love this. Instead, Adrian Barbeau gets stabbed by a ghost. And
0: I was like, yes. no, you can't take her. And she like she's not done living yet. <laughs> well, it's like there's, she's stabbed with like a fish hook, not a fish hook as in like f- and a fishing pole, like a gaff hook. Gaff you, like, hook. Grab fish. With like them. from uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Exactly. And she like pulls it out of her shoulder. And I was like, oh, snap. Are we going to get Adrian Barbeau like having a hook fight on top of this? <laughs> I wanted her to stand up and do the swipes. Like, yeah. Come yeah. on. Get back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, Hal Holbrook is uh, like so holding this cross and trying to give it to the ghosts and it starts glowing. Like it's the ghosts grab him and the yes. cross glows. And I was like,
1: oh, is he melting? Like this seems, yes. this seems brutal for the man who was trying to do the right thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I would have liked that, honestly.
1: But then Tom Atkins grabs him and pulls him away from the cross. And I was like, and it just sort of, everyone, all the ghosts go away. And I was like, well, this yes. is. A little anticlimactic because the fog the just fog disappears.
0: Uh huh, uh huh. Anticlimactic is exactly the word
1: for it. It just stops. The movie just kind of stops. Yes, it doesn't end. It stops.
0: And it's not like we get the like, oh, everybody's catching their breath, like it's all gonna be okay, and like a new day has dawned. It's like they, they, they go. They catch like, their breath oh? for five seconds, and they're like, well, good night, everyone. Yeah, they, like, start to fly out of the church. Meanwhile, Holbrook's like, well, I guess I better go turn the lights off in the rectory. And he walks in, and you see the fog rolling under the door, and he's like, huh. I thought they needed to kill six people, and the ghost appears and cuts his fucking head off. It's so weird. It's so out of nowhere, too. Like, we have not, the ghosts have not done any decapitations. Like, they've been very, like, close. Stabby, stabby. Like, intimate stabbings is the wrong phrasing, obviously. I don't think there's... I don't think there's a
1: non-intimate like st- unless you're like a long sword and just like slowly doing it. Right, a stab right. is a is an intimate is an intimate yes. move.
0: but the decapitation is not. No, yeah, it's it, it's brutal. Yeah, th- it's it's very opposite. So, uh, and that's the end of the movie. It's like. and then you hear the sound of a head hitting the floor and it comes up with like the fog directed by john like i'm half (laughs) i
1: I half expected to do the the vincent price laugh from the end of thriller yes yes yes,
0: absolutely it's just it's over yeah it's it's so out of nowhere i will say though like there's a lot of fun to be had in this movie i think and it's less than 90 minutes so it's like the lightest of recommends for me if I it were easier to, to find because it's not streaming yeah. anywhere and that's right i i imagine it streams closer to the halloween season maybe probably it's easier uh i own it on dvd for reasons i have no explanation was it five dollars is that why it's very possible it also could have been like a a previous rental purchase because like a okay. lot of those were not like a, like, like, like a
1: like a blockbuster going out of business
0: yeah, there. I when there was a video store that went out of business in Frederick. It was a Hollywood video, and on their last day, everything was a quarter. That work. And I remember taking a whole shelf of the horror section. Why not? I had a cart, and I was just like filling it with things. <laughs> that that was the sale. Where I don't know if you remember this, but they had it was like they went out of business a week after Bruno came out, but they didn't. So they did a lot had of Bruno. So they had a video store new release level amount of Bruno, oh, which no. was not a very popular rental and was therefore not going to be a popular purchase. So Bruno copies were like a dime. <laughs> they were like, like, like 10 copies for a quarter. Yeah, basically. Um Because I remember texting you, I was like, this is so cheap, but I don't think I want it. Do you want it? I don't think you do either, but I just have to, it's like, a, it's 20 cents or something. So I have to ask. Um Yeah, but... So I think that might be why I own it. And I, Like I said, I've watched it one other time. And it was like, as as I've you know moved and moved, I've pared down my DVD collection and purged stuff. And there's like a chunk of stuff that has only been kept because it's like, well, we'll probably do an episode for that. And it's just like easier to have it. Yeah. <laughs> so it now it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know if I'm going to keep this copy of the fuck now. I probably will just out of inertia. But like, I could probably get rid of that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
0: But you know, great Carpenter score, a lot of good acting. There's some good moments in this, and I I think there's I, it's a bummer because I think there's a better version of this that exists. It just doesn't. So that's, that's the real disappointment here. Uh, uh, anyway, we are going to continue with John Carpenter this month before we get into uh, the new new favorites brewery, <laughs> uh, which will have a Patreon feature as well. Uh, so that'll be that'll be fun. Um, we are going to head a few years in further for Carpenter, a movie celebrating its 40th anniversary this year and maybe really? being remade. Yeah, it's 83. Um, I feel like they keep
1: talking about a lot of movies getting remade and with yeah, COVID, so, they yeah. kind of just petered out.
0: Yeah, so we went back and forth on whether we should do this now or wait and was just like, yeah, let's just do it. We're going to be doing Christine for the second half of January, uh, a movie yeah. that I, and a book that I enjoy, uh, Carpenter doing Stephen King, which I, I like a lot. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to get more of it, head to patreon.com slash Dissecting the 80s. You get your own custom RSS feed and access to everything we've ever released there. So go check that out. Um, b- visit us at dissect the eighties on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. And if you do remember the nun movie, definitely come say hello. Cause we, yeah. would, we would love that. Uh, I looked at the old titles and nothing left out to me. Um, uh, uh, also on Facebook, uh, dissecting the eighties. And, uh, if you want to send us an email, it's dissecting the eighties at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. um, rate and review the show. If you haven't done that, uh, we would love to read those. It's been gosh, like two years since we had a review to read on the air. So if you do a review, that's not on the Apple podcasts app, please uh, send us a screenshot, dissecting the 80s at gmail.com. We read those on the air and it's really important for the show. So subscribe or follow the show on whatever terminology your app uses and do those reviews, please. Thank you so very much for listening. I have been Triple I
1: will always be Andrew Leno. Next time. Happy January.
0: Dissecting the 80s is a chum sum of this production. Ow.